Welcome to Success Genius, the only podcast for ambitious entrepreneurs who are serious about transforming their productivity game. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach and Yogi Neil Williams, and I believe that true productivity doesn't come from more hours in the office, but from the mindsets and habits that leverage your maximal focus and energy. On this podcast, we'll dive deep into next level habits, mindset shifts, and unique practices like Yoga Nidra. But we're steering clear of any band-aid solutions and time-wasting facts. You won't hear me talk about quick fixes, hacks, and trendy apps that promise the world and deliver nothing. Let's be real. How many planners and time management systems have you bought that are either collecting digital or literal dust? You and I both know these don't work. This show is all about the simple, everyday, high-impact practices validated by neuroscience and psychology. Because as it turns out, your body is as pivotal to your productivity as your mind. So if you want to get 40 hours of work done in 10, stick around. We've got a lot to talk about. I'm Neil Williams, and this is the Success Genius Podcast. Welcome to episode 211. Okay, today on the show, we are going to dive into the difference between the entrepreneurial and corporate models of time. Specifically, I'm going to compare and contrast the two, and then I'm going to help you develop something called your time fitness function so that you can begin to filter out busy work that could be eating up 80% of your week. Today's episode is for you if you're overwhelmed and stuck in the overworking trap and you really want to 10x your time freedom as an entrepreneur. Welcome, my sweet friend. Well, this is the first episode that I'm recording in my new office. We actually sold our house kind of unexpectedly. We had tried to sell it last year and then took it off the market. And then a buyer came in and offered us a full cash offer. But (laughs) the trick to that was we had to be out of our house in two and a half weeks. So to find a place, which we did. We were really lucky and blessed to find this really sweet little condo. And we moved our entire house in less than 24 hours, including unpacking and putting everything away. So even for me, this was a little bit mind-blowing. We didn't hire a moving service. It was just me, my husband, and my 14-year-old son, Lincoln. And so we did it all by ourselves. But really what this made me think of was the fact that I've been living in the entrepreneurial model of time for so long that it actually seeps into other areas of my life. (laughs) So we sold the house to get rid of the mortgage and to take all of that money and put it towards our lake property project. So how exactly did we do this? It really is through efficiency and applying the entrepreneurial model of time to our lives, which I'm going to talk to you about today and really in the following three episodes. So this is going to be a short series on efficiency. And the first two episodes, we're going to talk about the entrepreneurial model of time, and I'm going to help you get your mindset right so that you can apply the profit, value, and efficiency tools from the next two episodes where I have a couple of guest experts coming on. So let's dive into the entrepreneurial model of time. What the heck is that? How did it actually help me move my entire house, pack it up, and put it away in less than 24 hours? So I think the best way to describe this is to compare it with the corporate model of time. You might also consider this like the bureaucratic model of time or the school system model of time, maybe. So the big difference is whether the model is focused on quantity or quality. So the corporate model of time time is focused on quantity. And this is where we see the typical trading time for money. This was definitely the model of time that at least for me, I lived in, in the corporate world. It was all about butt time, how much time you put in your seat, 
that was really what people thought was where the value was and how much you're contributing and how valuable you actually were to the organization. It's a very different model of time and way of using time than the entrepreneurial model of time. This model is focused on quality and creating value in exchange for money. The big, big distinction, again, is whether it's driven or focused on quantity or quality. So I want to take this back to the iceberg model of time where we talked about this in the episode on how to take control of your time. And I explained to you that one of the reasons why we get stuck in not using our time the way that we want or as va- in as valuable ways as we think that we should is that because we get stuck in one facet of time, which is clock time. So if you remember the iceberg model, I'm just going to review it real quickly here. Put into your mind the vision of an iceberg. And that iceberg is going to have a part of it that's above the water and a part that's below the water. And the part above the water is the part that we get obsessed with, but it actually has the least amount to do with our experience of time and how in control we feel of it. So clock time is your typical time management and productivity systems that are out on the market, which are fine, but without dealing with what's below the surface of the water, which is body time and mental time, those systems just aren't as effective. Okay. So let's expand this model a little bit by now applying or layering the corporate model of time versus the entrepreneurial model of time. How do these two integrate together? So The difference really is in the part of the iceberg that's above the surface of the water. It is how we apply clock time looks very different in the corporate model versus the entrepreneurial model. Okay. So I still believe everybody, no matter who you are, whether you're applying the corporate model or the entrepreneurial model, we still need the stuff below the surface in order to appropriately apply the correct version of clock time to make ourselves most efficient, most productive, really using our time the way that we'd like to. So we still have body time, right? We still have a 24-hour rhythm that is driving the biochemicals inside of us, our biology, and allows us to show up with high levels of efficiency in tackling the tasks and projects that are ahead of it or low levels of efficiency. So that's true for everybody, regardless of above the water, the version of clock time that makes the most sense for you, whether you're operating in the corporate model or the entrepreneurial model. Now, also the mental version of time also really matters. And there's some overlap here between the mental version of time, the mental part of time that works well or plays well into the corporate model and into the entrepreneurial model. But there's also very distinct mindsets that would make more sense in applying the corporate model versus the entrepreneurial model. Okay. So they're similar. There's some overlap, but really the biggest distinction is in how we apply clock time under those two models. Okay. So entrepreneurs, really, if you think about it, many of us became entrepreneurs because we wanted to have more control of our schedule and more time freedom, right? The problem is it's just not often the experience for many. And I have coached really thousands of clients at this point. And so I see this all the time. One of the main reasons I've figured out is because they're applying the wrong model of time. So they try to use the corporate model of time for the clock time. And it just doesn't work very good in the entrepreneurial model, right? Because we're not focused on quantity in the entrepreneurial world. We are focused on quality. 
quality outperforms quantity because when we're thinking about quality, we're thinking, how can I use my time to create the most value for myself, but also for the people who are going to consume whatever it is that I'm creating in that time. So in the entrepreneurial model of time, the clock time is a system where it's less fine sliced, where in the corporate world, you might find very tight back-to-back time blocks. Pretty common to have this. In the entrepreneurial world, because we're focused less on quantity and more on quality, we have more open blocks of time, okay? There is a deep focus and results-driven way of approaching clock time as an entrepreneurial in that entrepreneurial model that is not necessarily the way that the corporate world applies clock time. So entrepreneurial model of time is value creation, creative problem-solving, and innovation, and learning. Learning is such a valuable part of clock time for entrepreneurs because here's the thing, our businesses will never outperform us, right? We are kind of like the limiting factor of our businesses and and the growth. And so we have to really be committed to becoming better and better at what we do and developing our capacity for future value creation. And that means building skills. Not just like the business skills. Yes, that's part of it. Can we write an email? Can we do a podcast? Can we do a funnel or ads? Well, that's part of it. But also us really mastering the thing that we're creating value around in exchange for money in helping our clients, in helping our students, in helping our audiences. So I think that there is a really quick and easy back of the envelope litmus test for which model of time you're applying. And you might find that you're applying the entrepreneurial model in some areas and then the corporate model in other areas. But really, I think the thing that we can do is we can look at your schedule for today and we can say, how simple is that schedule? The simpler it is, the more quality focus you have. And it's a good indicator that you're operating within the entrepreneurial model of time. The more complex and finely sliced it is, the more it is quantity focused and probably the more you are applying the corporate model of time. Thriving as an entrepreneur is about quality, not quantity. Simple scales, complex stagnates. This is why I teach the idea of the 10-hour work week because it forces you to simplify and prioritize and create efficiency. It forces quality over quantity. And I'm biased, yes, of course, but I think that anyone who wants to scale should first apply the 10-hour week method to see if their business is simplified enough to be ready to scale or to scale to the next level. Now, that's some of the work that I've been doing in the background over this past year. I would say the last year, my business was not. I inadvertently, unconsciously, because there's a lot going on for whatever reason, I started to shift back to that old corporate model of time where I was really focusing on quantity and my schedule was not my typical schedule. It was back to back. It was super finely sliced and I hated it. It was draining. It was fatiguing. I didn't feel like I was able to do my highest quality work. And I caught myself, of course, really my health caught me. (laughs) It was a good wake up call, right? 
So even if you have gone into the corporate model of time, please know it's okay. You might shift back and forth, but it's recognizing that you went that direction and bringing yourself back to the entrepreneurial model of time. That is the version of clock time that was made for you as an entrepreneur. Right now, I would say I am 90%, maybe even fully 100% living within the entrepreneurial model of time. How do I know? I look at my schedule and it's simple. I'm focused on quality things. This year, we are just finishing up the book funnel. And yes, it's simple enough to scale without requiring me to work more than a 10-hour work week to run that business. That's how I know I'm applying the entrepreneurial model of time and not stuck in the corporate model that I really grew up in and shifted back to the last year or two years, okay? So how simple is your schedule? Simple is an indicator of a quality focus and complex is an indicator of quantity focus. Quality is what drives the entrepreneurial model of time. Quantity is what drives the corporate model of time. Okay, so let's talk about something called the fitness function because I wanna give you a tool that's gonna allow you to shift from the corporate model to the entrepreneurial model. Remember, this is the version or the part of time that is above the surface of the water. Please do not ignore what's below the surface. Please do not ignore body time or mental time. Those are pivotal for the clock time being as effective as you want it to be. But it's like, now I want you to think about the iceberg as having kind of like two tips above the water. One of them is the corporate model of time and one is the entrepreneurial model of time. Okay, so depending on who you are and when you're listening to this, you want to choose which of those makes the most sense and engage in a time management or productivity system that is driven by the right model of time for you. So let's talk about something called a fitness function. This is a programming concept and it's really the answer to the set of criteria that you're optimizing the program for. So if you're a programmer, you need to know like, what is the goal of the program, right? What am I optimizing to get out of this? Okay. So we're going to take this idea from the computer programming world and we're going to use it for time management. So in terms of time, I want you to think about a fitness function is what you're optimizing the use of your time for. These are the chosen standards, the standards you select for yourself and then using your time to live out those standards. Okay, so this is a really great exercise for you to think about your own time fitness function. I'm gonna share with you mine, but mine does not necessarily mean that it's yours. If it inspires you or it feels really good to you, please use it. But I'm guessing yours is gonna look a little bit different than mine. Okay, so here's my time fitness function. This is really what I'm evaluating my schedule through, the filter through which I'm looking at my schedule every week. Quality, not quantity. Am I creating quality? Am I using my time for quality work? Work that really matters, not the busy work, but the work that is creating value, that is energizing and exciting and transformative for me and for my audience, not quantity. Okay. So again, this is my fitness function, quality, not quantity, simple, not complex. Again, simple is a measure for quality versus quantity. When your schedule looks really complex and is super finely sliced and back to back with no white space, it's probably an indication that you're trying to apply 
corporate model of time to an entrepreneurial pursuit. And that is just not the model of time for you. Health, not convenience. Now, this one doesn't make sense probably to you, but I'll explain it. It makes sense to me. So one of the things that my family and I are committed to is health and a healthy lifestyle, which is one of the reasons why when we kind of made our big leap to next level lifestyle, this is one of our family's 10x leaps, I would call it. Part of in those leaps, you have to let go of a lot of things. Things, not everything that was in your past or current comes with you to that next level. And that's what our house, our big house and mortgage didn't make the cut. One of the things that we are committed to is a healthy lifestyle. And what that means for us is strategic inconvenience. (laughs) What I mean by that is being inconvenient enough that we are forced to do healthy things into a healthy lifestyle. So one simple example of this, some of you are going to think this is a terrible idea, but one of the things that we are doing is putting a wood stove in our little wellness shack, if you've been keeping up to date on those, the progress of that on Instagram, but also in our house. So one of the things that we love to do is chop wood. This sounds ridiculous. I get it. But it's such an amazing workout. That is a hit workout, number one. And number two, it's so therapeutic and so satisfying. I can't even tell you. Like if you have swung the axe 10 times on a piece of wood and it hasn't cracked and then that 11th time it cracks, Literally, that is the most satisfying feeling ever. (laughs) So it's simple things like this where we're focused on health, not convenience. I think convenience has led to a lot of unhealthy practices and we're just weeding those out. So again, this is my fitness function, not yours. I'm just giving you examples from mine, okay? So we have quality, not quantity, simple, not complex, health, not convenience, experiences, not things. This is something that we have pretty much always had is really a drive to give Lincoln as many varying experiences as we can instead of things. And this is true for Edge and I. We love to have vacations versus buying things. So for our family and for me, this is what matters. Experiences, not things. And the last one that I have in my time fitness function is energizing, not draining relationships. This has been such an important learning for me that there are certain clients that I work really well with that are energizing that I love, love, love to see. And this is, you know, what my one-on-one practice is all about. My private practice is all about. And really letting go and saying no to those relationships that are draining. So it's in business, it's in my personal life. My goal is only to add energizing, synergistic relationships to my life going forward. I'm just going to be a quick example of this. Chris Jones and I, who is going to be coming on the podcast in the next couple of weeks, sharing a really cool tool that she created. I can't wait for you all to see how this is going to save you so much time, really create time in your life week to week. We had a conversation last week and I left that call with Chris feeling so energized and so uplifted. And it was just a good reminder to me that relationships have such a deep impact. Now, you could get on a call with someone and feel completely drained and exhausted and instead of being uplifted and energized. But for me, 
going forward, I'm going to focus on those relationships and really only cultivate those relationships that feel uplifting and energizing, not draining. So you can see quality, not quantity is kind of in my fitness function is kind of like the umbrella. And then all these other things are basically extensions of that. So this is what I want to think, I want you to think about for you. What would your time fitness function look like? If you're really living and applying the entrepreneurial model of time, which is thinking about quality over quantity, quality, value, and exchange for money or in exchange for anything, using your time for quality and value, what does your fitness function look like? This is what you're optimizing your schedule for. Okay. So think about that. I think if you create your own fitness function, it's going to be much easier for you to look at your schedule, where you're spending your time now, and does it fit within this? And if not, then we just adjust. We go forward and we adjust your schedule and what gets on that schedule and your time gets used for adjust until it meets the criteria of your fitness function. Okay. So I'm going to give you one other way to start shifting from the corporate model to the entrepreneurial model. If you have listened to this and you're like, oh yeah, I've been totally trying to apply the corporate model and that was never for me as an entrepreneur. So I'm going to give you four questions to ask yourself and you can do some journaling about this this week. Number one, this is something a client of mine did a few years ago and I thought it was such a brilliant idea. So I'm just going to offer it up to you. Create your dream schedule. So for me, I regularly do this. I use Google Calendar because it's just simple, but craft that dream schedule. What does that look like? Where's your time going? What are the size of the blocks look like? What's in those blocks if you're doing time blocking? And then after you do that, I want you to see how closely that dream schedule that is made from, if you're an entrepreneur, you have to make this schedule from the entrepreneurial model of time where you're focusing on quality, not quantity. And then I want you to overlay it with your current schedule and just see how closely it aligns, right? This is a really great practice to do every so often, just as kind of like a gut check. Hey, am I still really focused on the things that matter here? Or did I get kind of like shifted over to the corporate model of time where I started focusing on quantity over quality again? Okay. So that exercise is a really great exercise to do. Number two, based on that, I would ask you a couple of questions. Who do you need to become in order to thrive in this schedule? Okay. So we're, we're looking at the dream schedule or overlaying it on top of your current schedule. And there's going to be some things that are different, right? So we want to be able to solve those things. And these questions will help you do that. So who do you need to become in order to thrive in this schedule? Do you need to learn how to say no? Do you need to learn how to set boundaries? Do you need to maybe cancel some clients or cancel some programs or do something else that is really helping you more align your dream schedule with your current schedule. What are those practices? Who do you need to become in order to do this? Now, I love this next question. What 80% of busy work must you let go or that doesn't fit into this schedule? So I think once you have the dream schedule, it makes it very clear what's the 80% that's really the quantity-driven corporate model work versus the 20% quality-driven work. The 80% doesn't fit into the dream schedule. Probably you'll find about 80% of your work doesn't fit into this dream schedule, and that's okay. So the next question is, how do we 
shifted? How do we let it go? How do we become more efficient? What do we do in order to get rid of that 80% that doesn't fit into the entrepreneurial model of time because it was built or it was created from the corporate model of time? And then the last question I like to ask here is what skills do you need to build in order to thrive in this schedule? So for some of you, it might be learning another skill to master the thing that you do to create more value out of the time that you spend for your clients, for your audience, for yourself. It might be business skills. I need to learn how to be more efficient in my email, more efficient in my social media posts, more efficient in my podcasting, whatever it is. So there could be business skills that you need to thrive on the schedule. And there could be also other skills that just help you become more of an expert and more valuable in what you do. The more valuable you become, the more profit and impact you're going to make, right? Because the value you deliver is so much above and beyond what other people can do because you've mastered the thing that you did. So through all of these questions, I want you to remember that the goal here is to focus on quality, not quantity. And I really want to leave you with a quote that I love from Zig Ziglar. Your input determines your outlook. Your outlook determines your output and your output determines your future. The input we're talking about in this episode is how you use your time. Focus on quality because at the end of the day, it outperforms quantity. And what this really means is that it creates more time freedom, more profit, and more impact. And if you're like me, that's the reason why I became an entrepreneur in the first place. This week's episode was really a precursor to the next few weeks where I'll be sharing my interviews with guests to help you really practice applying the entrepreneurial model of time for increased profits, higher efficiencies, and more time freedom. The goal is to help you radically shift the way that you're using time from a quantity-driven and fueled schedule to a quality-fueled and driven schedule. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Success Genius. I truly hope you found the content valuable and inspiring. My mission with Success Genius is to provide you, the ambitious entrepreneur, with the tools, strategies, and mindsets necessary for achieving success in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm dedicated to helping you balance your entrepreneurial aspirations with a vibrant and fulfilling life and lifestyle. If you found value in today's episode, here's how you can support this mission. Subscribe to Success Genius. By subscribing, you'll have all of our latest episodes and insights right at your fingertips. Leave us a rating and review. Your feedback is invaluable to us. It helps us improve and it helps fellow entrepreneurs find our show. Let's grow this community of success geniuses together and share the episode with a friend, colleague, or loved one. If you think today's episode could help someone you know, please don't hesitate to share it. The ripple effect of knowledge can have a powerful impact. As we conclude this episode, remember that as entrepreneurs, we're all on this journey together. Supporting each other's growth and well-being is one of the most significant ways we can achieve greatness. I know how very valuable your time and attention is, so I want to thank you for spending some of it today with me and this show. Together, we can spread the message of healthy success to our kids, our friends, our neighbors, and our communities. Thank you for being a part of this. I couldn't do it without you.